Hello and welcome to the 100 Day Writing Challenge, Day 86. Where to start? Where do we start? Well, in a sense, you've been starting for the last 85 days. Training, accruing skills, building muscle, getting yourself match fit. But in another sense, we're never really ready to write what we need to. There is no perfect moment to begin. And every day, every time we sit down to write, we are, I think, in a very real and practical sense, starting over. Not from scratch, but it is a beginning of sorts. A hugely productive session yesterday is no guarantee of one today, as I'm sure you're aware, as I'm sure you've personally experienced. 300 pages of novel under your belt does not necessarily make the 301st come any easier. Published novels on your shelves with your name printed on the spine, I can tell you from excruciating personal experience, does not magically confer upon your brain and fingers the foolproof capacity to produce good saleable words on demand. But because we generally read novels by beginning at the beginning, moving through the middle and continuing until we reach the last page, it doesn't seem so very bizarre to attempt to write them in much the same manner. And to be sure, some authors do that. You know, some authors simply start page one with an idea in mind and improvise and innovate their way to the finish line. Then they go back, fix all the bits that don't make sense and hooray, they have a book. And they claim, and I have no reason to disbelieve them, that that process pretty much works like that and they have bits that are easier and harder, but that's more or less what they do and they sit down and they do it and books come out the other end. Other authors make a plan work out what's going to happen chapter by chapter, anticipate problems in advance, then write to that rough outline, sometimes making alterations to the plan as they go, if they come up with better ideas. I would never wish on anyone, least of all you, my method of working, which is to doubt, maybe journal, write in bursts, doubt, rewrite, start again, freeze up, avoid, schedule tearful coffees with my friends where I tell them my woes, more rewrites, and ultimately either a finished manuscript or abandonment. I know I'm relating that in a sort of jovial, jokey fashion as if it sort of describes a series of uh, sort of comic personality foibles, but it's not actually intrinsically fun or funny. It's rather upsetting and demoralising and I'm working on doing better because it's brought me a lot of stress and suffering. But one thing I have found useful, which I know some authors do too, one thing that fairly reliably frees me up to write as I'd like, and so I feel sort of reasonably confident uh, offering it up to you as an option, is writing scenes out of sequence. Instead of worrying about painstakingly constructing the entire novel brick by brick from beginning to end, you're just jumping to a scene I want to write, even if I'm not sure it's going to exist in the final version. Just, you know, something somewhere that feels real and interesting and fun for me to dive into. This character meets this character in this colourful location and these are the stakes. There's some kind of conflict there. Someone has gone there with an agenda. Cool, I'm up for that. I can do that. These scenes serve multiple functions for me. One of which, and this may be the only one that matters, is getting me writing. You know, if when if you do this, then, you know, you're writing in your fictional world. It's reasonably rewarding. You're learning a bit about the characters, even if the ones in this scene end up being nothing like the finished characters in your novel, in the final sort of like uh, gold standard versions of them. You know, if you change whole parts of their biography or the way they talk or cut them out entirely, even so, you are writing. You're engaged in the business of making stuff up and that feels good. 
and it's usually useful. Sometimes these scenes can be like little islands in the distance and when you come back to earlier parts of the book you can see these peaks poking up and you can use them to navigate by because now you know what you're trying to set up, what you're moving towards, what these characters will eventually do. That's really, really helpful. You can start thinking about how you might prefigure that eventual conflict or revelation. You can... Think about how you might lay the ground so the reader will believe it, introduce stakes so that when this scene arrives, we care about the outcome. This is how I wrote my novels The Honours and The Ice House. I, I wrote scenes out of time, glimpses of the future, then I went back and I set them up. In a sense, I built a world in which those scenes that were clearest to me could exist. A whole ecosystem that made these weird, apparently illogical moments feel true. Inevitable, even. Now, you know, I think it's worth my saying that for some readers, that is precisely the problem with my writing. For others, it's what they like about it. All I can say is that for those two books, it was how I worked and I am very, very happy with the ultimate results. I'm not trying to make you a clone of me, by the way, neither stylistically or temperamentally. I'm just explaining where I'm coming from before you dive into today's, into today's exercise, which shares a kinship with that exercise you did a while back where you air quotes translated an extract from a fictional author's work. I'm just one author, right? And, uh, I, you know, I, I think about writing a lot. I read a lot. I, I've spent most of my life writing. Um, but, I, you know, I... I I hope it goes without saying that I'm not the last and greatest authority, the Alpha and Omega, the um, one and only person with opinions about writing. And there are lots and lots of different ways to approach writing. There are lots of different ways to write. I, I tried to give you certain paths you can follow because I think it's better to pick something and start working through it rather than just going, hey, you can do what you like because that that's not pedagogy right that's not helping you at all if I just go you can do what you like then you knew that already right that's not what you want you want some suggestions some bits some tips some stuff that you can at the very least bounce off um but you know these are work I might even change my working styles you know in future novels if you know touch wood I get to write some um but uh so I'm not these aren't even things that I'm wedded to as ways of working or ideas, I think it's always worth uh, staying loose and non-dogmatic when it comes to how you might approach writing fiction. But far better that we look at some techniques, some styles, we get them, get you to try them out and then you can see how they feel. And then you can start sort of finding out some styles that seem to work for you better. It may be that different projects necessitate or call for or just benefit from different ways of working i would always always suggest you remain a enthusiastic eclecticist so today what i'd like you to do is look back at your fleshed out thoughts for this project you want to write or at least you're resigned to writing or you're up for writing let's try and frame it positively look back over your two character interviews if you need time to do that by all means pause the podcast now and go and read them but if you feel like the information from them and from all of those bits is still kind of fresh in your mind you've still got a, a vague idea of what you came up with you don't need to read through it in detail it's just if you want to refresh your memory that's fine you can pause if you don't want to totally your call what I'm going to ask you to do is jump right in and have a go at writing part of a pivotal pivotal or climactic scene from the novel or the story or one of the short stories or the memoir or whatever it is you've chosen to have a bash at. 
doesn't have to be the climax to the whole book necessarily, but it could be a scene from a ways into the project that feels concrete in your mind, even if it's just there's just one image or a moment that feels sort of realer to you or that's got some tangibility to it. You know, something with a little flavour, a little juice, maybe something implied by the material you've produced already or the chats you've had with a couple of characters. It doesn't matter, by the way, if you do this and it turns out the scene doesn't work at all or you decide you'd never want things to turn out like that. The characters seem weird or hammy and you hate it or or whatever. This isn't you committing to anything. This isn't actually sort of committing to the capital T truth of your story. Just road testing one possible version, one possible timeline, one possible reality, whatever comes back. It's like the first of a set of coordinates by which you'll ultimately triangulate and find the heart of your project. Right. So 10 minutes working on the climactic or a climactic rather or pivotal scene from your project. Just Leap straight in with both feet to where the action or the drama is the thickest. Start with an interesting line if you can and and just go from there. You know, allow yourself to be guided by your intuition a bit. Feel your way through and trust yourself. Okay, good luck. Are you ready? Three, two, one, go.
And that's it. I hope that was interesting for you. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it felt slightly odd. The good news is you've now uh, cracked the ice on the ominous frozen pond of your project. The bad news is tomorrow you've got to get in and swim. It'll do you good, I promise you. But as the scowling woman behind the counter said to me when I ordered deep fried Mars bar and an Edinburgh chippy, you'll no like it. The 100 Day Writing Challenge is made possible with the kind support of Arts Council England.